We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everyone? This is Adam Mades from DNVR, excited to talk to you about American financing. Everyday bills are high, and everything is still very expensive, which is why, if you own a home, I want you to call our friends at American Financing. Interest rates are lower than they've been in a long time. They're saving their customers, on average, $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high-interest credit card debt. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are in it for you. Their job is to save you money. Call American Financing and tell them DNVR sent you today, and you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. That's 303-695-7000, 303-695-7000, or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. Buff Nation! Let's go! Spring football, baby! We're back, man! We are so back. Oh, I felt it today when I was at practice, just like, I mean, hanging out in the Champion Center. We were there on, on Sunday, yep. but today, just hanging there with everyone else, hearing the whistles and the horns in the background, so nice to be back. It's great to be back. I wish we could be watching, but I will say, um, incredible stuff from Well Off, Reach the People, the pregame show, kind of... I spent all night last night watching videos, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to get like any little peeks I could. Uh, did you see the in the well off video? Yes. That that throws to Travis right up the sideline. Oh yeah. Door yes. Yeah. On, or an eleven on eleven. Oh yeah. Um, like just little bits and pieces like that mm-hmm. that you can grasp onto. So so great to to get going. Also, I went down a Travis Hunter rabbit hole last night. Yeah. And like the basketball videos are legitimately like. They're even crazier than I remembered them the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a more recent one where I'm like, Tad Boyle should be speaking to Travis Hunter. Legitimately, like <laughs> he is an unreal finisher at the rim, not just the dunks, but like these acrobatic layups. And anyways, I, I watched probably like 30 YouTube videos last night or from all all the accounts. <laughs> Love that. Uh, should I, we are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations. For happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Um, <laughs> did you see my guy Coach Brew in the well-off video? Mm, yes. He's like, he's going to fucking beat your ass or whatever he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cracking me up, man. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, so yesterday we talked to Coach Prime and Shador. Uh, today I got to speak to Coach Charles Kelly uh, Travis was unavailable again today. We're going to get him later in the week. We got Jimmy Horn, though. Um, some good stuff from them. Travis is practicing his uh, ball skills being elusive. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> He's trying to hide from uh, the now 11 media members that are at practice waiting. That's what, four times what it used to be? Yes. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Um, let's start with yesterday, though. 
Uh, I'm sure you guys saw it, but uh, I feel like we learned quite a bit, actually, from Coach Prime's press conference. Uh, I think he gave some interesting details just on how he's trying to bring this team together, where he thinks the team stands. Uh, talked about where Shador is, yep. Travis. It was very informative. Yeah, I mean, the little there's just like little tidbits that you can pick up on from everyone's press conferences. I think that people are going to start to come around more and more to our Travis Hunter to wide receiver take. And mm -hmm. I say ours, I've kind of piggybacked off of you. It was originally your take. Um, Thank you. And, Thank uh, you. and I'm, I, I've kind of joined you on that bandwagon. I think everyone's going to start uh, going that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's only a matter of time, man. Been saying it. Uh, we got a couple clips just from yesterday. If you guys haven't watched it, the Colorado Buffaloes football YouTube channel has it up. Um, that's where you can find Shador and Coach Prime's press conferences. We also have Shador's up on our channel, yes. too, so you can check that out. One of the reasons we did that is because there was just a lot less cameras mm -hmm. uh, for Shador, so we're like, oh, we were rolling. Let's, yep. let's put ours up. Um, whenever you're ready, Alyssa, let's play some of those Coach Prime clips. Hey, Coach Ryan Konigsberg from DNVR. Uh, Two-parter. We'll go one at a time. Uh, first of all, just how been here a couple months now. How are you feeling? Set Love up it. Into the city? This, this city is unbelievable. It's a hidden gem, um, only hidden from us because we hadn't been here. But it, you, you guys know what it is. You should appreciate it a lot more. I mean, it's, it's no way driving in. I don't call it work. Driving into this facility, to this school, that you could even not be excited to come and do what we're being blessed to do. I absolutely love it. I uh, wish we had a couple of soul food spots. Now I gotta get that off my chest. But other than that, um, the, the food is, is pretty darn good, but I have been invited to several homes that say they could cook pretty darn good, but I gotta, you know, go get the homes checked out first before I get over there. But no, all, all jokes aside, uh, Boulder is incredible. It's, it's beautiful. Have you been able to feel just the vibe change around the program locally, nationally, and like, how would you describe that? Uh, I'm really not an out person. You know, I go to restaurants because I'm hungry, and I, and, I, and I get around about a little bit, but I'm not really an out person. But uh, I could sense it from social. I could sense it from you all. I could sense it from the feeling of my kids. You know, I have uh, my daughter's here now, so I have all five of my – she's not coming in to live, thank God, but she's, she's just coming to visit her siblings. So all five of my kids are here right now, so I could sense it, and I, I'm hearing them talk on a daily basis. So I, I love what I'm hearing from my kids because they, they tell the truth. They're very honest. How does it feel knowing that Coach Prime loves your uh, the town that you grew up in? It's great. It's great. Um, you know, he said you guys should appreciate it more. I feel like I appreciate it. I know. It I was going to say <laughs> that wasn't directed at you. Yeah, I was going to say, Coach, I appreciate Boulder on a pretty uh, elite level. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it's great. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, the reason I asked the question is because we're kind of at the point now where this should be like home. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're yep. in a place for a week. That's a vacation. A couple of weeks. OK, you're getting used to it. We're now at a couple months where it's like you live here now. Yep. Like it's not just a place that you're popping in and you got to run back to Dallas to grab something and this, that, the other thing. Like, you know, I wanted to see how he feels now that he's settled in here. And I think. I, I think he really actually does love it. It's not just a recruiting thing when he says he loves it here. Um, and who knows how long, you know, he could stay if he really does fall in love with the area. Um, I've got one, one soul food, one or two soul food spots 
for him that I can try and help with, but he's right. We're lacking in that department. So I forget the name of the place that was his spot in Jackson. Just expand, expand yep. to Boulder. I promise you, I'll be there. Yeah. Like the market is there. Um, it might be a, a slightly different demographic, if you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of foodies in Boulder. And so you bring good food and it will be eaten. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, let's let's get Coach Prime to bring. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. The I guy know. that he brought in from Jackson. So many um, names. I know. <laughs> we'll learn them eventually. But uh, an authentic Jackson, you know, soul food restaurant would be really nice out we, there. We need it. I, I admit it. We need it. But I'll, I'll try and point Coach Prime in the right direction. I also, uh, when we were talking with our guy Darius, he was saying like, "There's not enough." <laughs> I think the way he described it is normal restaurants. <laughs> He's like, everything's got to be so nice. Like, why is everything so nice? So I was like, I'll send you a list of normal restaurants mm-hmm. in Boulder. So I sent him like a 12 restaurant list this morning of uh, my normal restaurant recommendations. There you go. The chat's coming in strong. Johnny T's. There we go. <laughs> There's a lot of Johnny T's messages. Thank you, guys. Um, let's throw up the other video, Alyssa. We also got another good response from Coach Prime. It's DMVR. Um, just with all the players you brought in from JSU and everywhere else, and then the players that have been here, mm-hmm. SCU, how do you feel the team has really been able to gel and get to know each other? Um, I was getting ready to say something, and God said, don't do that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I could hear pretty good. Um, they are getting to know one another and they're building and establishing relationships, but more so than that, they're holding one another accountable and they're building trust with, with each other. Um, right now, we're a team and we're building team. I want more than that. I want to be more than a team. We, I want to be something to behold. It's something you got to prepare for really sit down and prepare for. I don't want just a football team. Yeah. I, I, I look at this thing totally different than just being a team. But I think they're building relationships and establishing friendships and building trust. I do. What did God stop him from saying, Jake? I, this is just my hypothesis. Uh-huh. But I think he was about to say, my kids, my JSU kids are out there working these guys. Mmm. Mmm. That's a good theory. I could not think of a theory. Because your question was, how are they gelling Mm -hmm. together as a team? Um, And I guess the only thing I could think of is is he was thinking of saying something along the lines of, like, the kids who were here before are soft. Right. (laughs) Which is, I guess, along the same lines of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved what he ended up saying. Yeah. Which was... You know, there a team is great, but this has to be more than a team. And I and I truly believe that to be the case. If you want to do something special, mm-hmm. you want you want to be okay. You want to be good. You can be a team. You want to do something special. You have to be a family. Mm-hmm. In in a family in every sense of the word, like guys have to be looking out for each other. This is a big team. Um, Eighty five scholarship players. You know, call it over a hundred total players when all is said and done every player has to have every player's back and every player has to be looking out for dudes when they're out of parties saying hey 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 
you know, mm-hmm. take it easy. Or when someone's talking shit, say, hey, they're not worth your time. Like all of that stuff comes together when everyone is thinking of themselves as a family. Uh, and so I, I fully believe that. And I think when you see teams, you know, for for me, the most recent one is the Avs winning the championship last year. Like mm-hmm. the connection those guys had was way beyond team. And just hear the way they talk about each other. It's like they're talking about their brothers or, right. you know, whatever, siblings. Um, so I completely agree with Coach Prime on that one. Yeah. I also think I got the most prime response of the uh, the press conference right there. <laughs> well, I think you asked a really good question, and he had to take his time to make sure he answered it properly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was cool. Um, really cool. See, you even posted that on their football account, too, that ah, response. Love that. Um did they post the part where he said, God, stop me from saying No, <laughs> no, no. It was just the last, like, 30 seconds of that. <laughs> uh, Shador, we also got to speak to Shador. Uh, do you want to start with your clip first? Uh, no, we'll finish with that Okay. One. Uh, whatever Shador video you have uh, next to Alyssa, go ahead and send that one. Hey, Shador. Jake Schwannis, DMVR. Um, you got a lot of new targets this year to throw to. What's that process been like trying to build that chemistry throughout the offseason so far? Well, now we actually get to go against the defense, so it's, it's going to be easier now that we're able to get in the film room and talk about, okay, when the DB does this, uh, do this. So it's, it's about going against every variable uh, that could come out of it. Throwing, throwing one-on-ones, just throwing by yourself with the receiver routes on there, it can only do so much. Working against a live defense, uh, we'll, after this practice right now, we're about to go up and watch it and critique like the little things. That's what I'm big on with all the receivers is, having them see through the same lens I see through. So we're not just out there running routes. We're not out there just doing anything for no reason. Like, it's a reason. It's a purpose for every time we go out there on the field. And, like, even in practice today, uh, Jimmy Horn, I say he messed up. Well, he didn't mess up on a route last week that we worked on with each other. But I told him, okay, when you see this coverage, you do this. So then coverage presented itself today, and he did what I told him. And then it's easy. So that's all. It's just about trial and error right now with the offense. Ryan, you tweeted it out. I mean, for a college sophomore, this guy is just so impressive. So, so impressive. Would you say he's grown? He has grown. That is – I was just reflecting on that. You know, I didn't tweet that until three hours after the presser. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about it, and I was like, dude, that sophomore in college is standing up there – he, it was like a 10 out of 10 press conference. Mm-hmm. I've covered so many press conferences of college football quarterbacks, and they almost all suck. Like, and it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. They're just kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're not well versed in sitting in front of a room of people and delivering a message or explaining things in a certain way. And, you know, like Cepho Lufau as a senior was like delivering bangers. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen so many of these young guys sit up there. And it's just dry, right? Shador hit all the boxes. It's like we saw his personality. He was funny. Mm -hmm. Um, He was insightful. He literally got into like X's and O's and breaking down football. I mean, just all the things you could ever ask for. And I was just sitting there last night like, damn, I've been in so many NFL pressers over the last five, six years that I didn't stop to think about how impressive that was in the moment. And reflecting on it, I was like, holy shit, he sounded like an NFL player up there who's been doing this for years and years and years. And I guess compared to the average sophomore, he probably has a lot more experience, but just 
so impressive. And I loved what he was talking about there. And again, speaking of impressive, the fact that he's already at the level where he's telling receivers how to react to coverages. There are seniors that will, that will be playing college football this year who are good football players who don't do that, who aren't at that level. Like the coaches are the ones telling them how to react. The fact that he's sitting there with Jimmy Horn before they've even had a practice telling him, hey, if you see this, do this. And then in the very first practice, they get that opportunity and it pays off for him. It's just like, man, we are in for a special ride. Selfishly hope it's two years. Totally understand if it's one. For sure. Um, yeah, man. It's crazy to think that this guy is that young and just that mature, uh, that grown as a quarterback already, though, too. Not even just like a football player in front of the media, but as a quarterback. I mean, the guys I talked to last year at quarterback, won't say any names, but they didn't have press conferences that, that were that good. So it was highly impressive. There's yeah. another clip, Alyssa. Go ahead and show it. First of all, just how has it been for you settling into Boulder over these last couple months? No, I've been good. I'm out the way now, you know. It's cold, definitely, so I got to bring Vaseline on the field for my lips and stuff like that in practice. But, no, I love it in Boulder, though. It's cool. Um, love Steakhouse up here. I like Plaza J's. It's a lot of good restaurants, you know, I like. How excited are you to play with some of these new guys that you've been working with, like, like Jimmy, like Zico, et cetera? Yeah. Now, I'm excited to play with him. Like, Zico, he's a different type of athlete. He, he's extremely gifted. I ain't never played with nobody like him before at that position. So, And we got Eli Yelverton coming back. He played with me in high school. So, you know, I love the tight end room a lot. Um, the receiver room is, is competition each and every day. And, then, you know, after the spring, it's going to be more guys coming in. So it's just, it's just really just competing and just uh, really building relationships with them right now and trial and error, get things right, and just be on the same page. He's amazing, man. Yep. And I love what he said about Zico. I also mm -hmm. love that um, our chat watch it, like watched the, the press conference and then cross-referenced it and corrected me because I said in, in our recap video yesterday, yeah. <laughs> like he said, you know, Sadu, or Zico is like no other athlete he's worked before. I didn't add in the at the tight end position, which right. I meant to, but I just didn't. I'm, I love the chat keeping us on our toes, yep. saying, "Hey, just so you know, it mm -hmm. was it was said this way." <laughs> also, just gonna take this opportunity. Our community and our commenters are the fucking best, dude. <laughs> yes. Like, it was so cool, and and this like you guys make my day on a daily basis. Yep. I go in and I read the comments, and it just literally brightens my day. Like. You know, um, this is like our Broncos community is amazing, too. But there's also like I think it's just a, na a part of the nature of them losing so much. There's like a lot of negativity. Yeah, it's not towards us, but it's towards the Broncos, you mm -hmm. know. So I go in the comments and people are like, this guy sucks. Trade this guy. Blah, blah, blah. And then like one out of every 10 is like, great show, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I go into ours and it's just so supportive. You guys are so cool. And like last night is like, oh, you guys are definitely working, not twerking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, thanks for coming through on a Sunday. So. Thank you guys. Uh, I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say uh, you make my day every day. You know, I went looked at the comments on Darius's video from here. Same thing uh, when Neely posted his uh, our interview with him on his channel. Same thing. Like you guys are just the best. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. I go back multiple times every night too and go and check the comments just yep. to see what you guys are saying. And it's cool seeing 
uh, people like in other videos be like, oh, they're always in our chat. Like yeah. they're always just trying to keep up with everything. It's just awesome to see. Uh, Buff Nation is pretty, pretty amazing. You uh, you picked out a funny moment <laughs> from yesterday's press conference with Shador. So you know how uh, Darius and Bucky always talk about how immature they are? Yep. Uh, Shador and I had our own immature moment here. And you'll see in the video, he kind of makes eye contact with someone and then smiles. And it's because right after he said this, I literally smirked and put my head down. And he looked right at me. Uh, you'll know it when you hear it. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. Competing basically against the world, competing against like each and every day, each and every game. Like that's what the real competition is. I, I see if, you know, it's in practice and stuff like that, but um, it's really in the game, knowing that each and every game is a target on your back. They're going to want to come hard every single game. So, you know, that's it. <laughs> I couldn't help myself, dude. I was just like, he saw me and that's when he almost cracked too. I kind of wish he would have cracked. It would have made it even funnier. Oh uh, yeah, I went back and watched the press conference last night just to pick up these clips and stuff. But I definitely noticed that part. It was like he was he was this close to losing it, man. So close. Also, it's probably a good thing Darius wasn't in there because he probably would have laughed audibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Um, all right, today we talked to Charles Kelly and Jimmy Horn. Um, <laughs> no Travis Hunter, as I said. Um, I'm. People were kind of freaking out about it on Twitter. Like, oh, what does this mean, Travis? Don't worry about it. Like, There's just nothing to worry about with this. I know. <laughs> the comments are going I know. crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it could just be as simple as Travis Hunter. Well, could just be as simple as he's busy. Or has a class. Yes. It also could just be as simple as he doesn't want to talk to the media yeah. yet. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, we'll get him in front of the mic soon enough. Um, I was able to talk to Charles Kelly today, ask him a couple questions, but before we get to that, shout out to our friends over at Shady Rays. Shady Rays is the independent sunglasses company rated five stars by more than 200,000 people. Uh, they have polarized lenses and best part about them. If you lose or break your pair of Shady Rays, they will replace those for free. No questions asked. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR or visit them in-store at the Park Meadows Mall for a 50% off deal on two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Shout out Shady Rays. And shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker who win for Colorado families that have been doing so for over 25 years. They have won over $1 billion for their clients at Costs no money to speak with them about your case, no money while they work on your case, and no money unless they win your case and win money for you. Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian trucks, and can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222, the Shador line, to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. Let's go. There you go. Um, let's do the comments. Charles... Comments are having a great day. Yeah. They're in rare form. Yep. And we're at 169 likes. Ooh. Beautiful. Hot start. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's By try the way, to uh, looking at the numbers, like a bunch of new subscribers since the mm -hmm. Darius and Neely interview. So welcome. Yep. Shout out to you guys. We appreciate the support. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's throw on this Charles Kelly video. I asked him one question. I'll kind of run through the transcript and pick out the more important pieces after this too. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. 
Coach, what's it like to coach with Sal Sinceri again this year, and what kind of coach is he? Well, first of all, I mean, you can look at Sal's record. One of the best coaches I've ever worked with. I mean, two years ago, he had the best defensive player in America, all right? One of the most dominating. I mean, you think about it, his, his room that he had while he was the outside backer coach at Alabama possibly had three first-rounders in the room. I mean, if you take Drew Sanders, who, you know, went on to Arkansas, but – um, and then you had Will, and you got Dallas Turner next year. I mean, and then when he and I were together at Florida State, I mean, he is a – he's a great, great football coach, and he's very intense. He's old school. Uh, but, you know, players have always loved him. They love his style. They love the way he coaches. Um, so, yes, and he, he, brings a, he brings a lot to our staff, and, and we're, we're grateful that he's here. He loves Sal Sinceri, man. Sal is on one. Yeah. Uh, in practice one. Yep. Uh, and I loved uh, Neely had an interview with Charles Kelly after the practice, and he was super honest uh, just about how far he believes these guys are, you know? Mm -hmm. He was like, we're not even close. Yep. Um, and I actually kind of expected that from Coach Prime. I thought Coach Prime maybe went a little easy on him mm -hmm. yesterday. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it's coming at some point. I'm though. sure, yes. They're going to come down on them pretty hard. Um, <laughs> all right. So to recap – Charles Kelly's press conference today was about 10 minutes. Um, said it was very up-tempo, very fast, which is what we heard yesterday from Coach. Um, says it's about 90% implementation right now and 10% experimentation. So just in terms of installing the defense, um, that's what the focus is, of course, spring ball. Um, haven't really experimented with guys moving around in different positions and stuff yet. Um, so as opposed to Sean Lewis, who said that he hasn't watched film yet to go in with like a clear mind, Charles Kelly did say he has watched a little bit of film. Um, said he hasn't dug in too much, but he's just mostly concerned about the competition. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, he had an interesting line. We, he, so he was asked about Travis Hunter um, and just about his ability as a corner and how his natural athleticism kind of lends him, him being a great corner. And he threw out that Devontae Smith at Alabama would have been a great corner, too. He said he was really natural at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's another uh, subliminal message there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, there you go. Uh, Trav wants to win the Heisman. Yep. <laughs> what else do we got? Similar movements, too. Mm -hmm. Is that same? Yep. I'm calling it like new athleticism. I don't think oh, yeah. anyone ever looked like that before the last five 10 years and I'm saying 10 just because I feel like I might be missing someone but that I mean so sudden yeah like maybe like Chad Johnson yeah Stevie Johnson yeah yeah like it's, even then it's not that like wiggly sudden lanky like I don't know those guys are just different they are different um someone asked him today which players have stood out to coach Kelly so far, he started off saying, I'm not avoiding the question. And then he proceeded to kind of avoid the question. Um, so we didn't really get any names yet. He did mention Travis. Uh, he also mentioned, I think, Jimmy, too, just uh, being a defensive coach, focusing on the other side of the ball. And he also praised Shador and just how he's able to process and stuff. Hell so. yeah. Um, I have to imagine. I guess we'll, we're getting into this conversation right now. I didn't mean to send us here, but we're going to do it anyway. Um not having numbers on the jerseys has to make it tougher on the coaches. Yeah. yeah. Because every coach I've ever been around, especially a new coach, 
uh, whenever they talk about the players, they just call them by their number. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, uh, you know, who stood out? 26 has been making some great plays yeah. out there. Uh, 19 is blowing my mind, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they like, it's got to be tough for them. And aside from that, I love it. I love it. Yep. Um, it's, you know, it, it's very old school coach um, looking for ways to motivate their players. But these guys care about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so why not, you know, for la- I don't want to use the t- that term. Why not utilize it? Mm-hmm. Why not utilize that? Because it's going to make them work just a little bit harder. Um, if the dude who wants number one sees the other dude who wants number one make a big play, he's thinking, all right, now I got to go make a big yeah, play. Go top like, him. Right. And Coach Prime wants everything to be competitive. Guess what? Jersey numbers, competitive. Um, you know, I, I'm sure. So the, the clip that kind of went viral didn't include the part where he said two is taken, right? Which I'm sure someone somewhere is going to get a hold of and have an issue with yep. eventually. But if we're being honest, no, like even if it was a fair fight, you're still not getting two. Twelve's probably taken too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're not getting twelve. Like you know, I'm watching those basketball videos last night, and I'm just like, there's like you know, in that specific new rec center that's been there for about ten years now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's just never been an athlete like this in this rec center. Right. Like this dude is so different. Yeah. So you're not getting twelve. You're not getting two, obviously. Uh, and then I have to t- talk about what the funniest part of the video by far. So Coach Prime very clearly states, no one's getting zero. <laughs> that that means nothing. Why would you ever want to be nothing? You can't wear zero, all right? That's off the table. So there's seven single-digit numbers that are available because zero's off the table and two's off the table as well. And then he, tur- I mean, within seconds, says, uh, here's how this is going to work. You, stand up. What number do you want? And he says, zero. <laughs> how do you not just say any other number than zero? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's You're hilarious. killing me. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the dude who took his hat off. Right, he's like, shit. All right, I'll take my hat off. It's like he just said, no one's getting zero, and you say zero. Just, just say any other number. There's, there's, you know, ninety nine other ones. Maybe zero is going to be an actual ball player then, if he's got that confidence to say no one's getting zero. You really think he's not going to give it out? Oh yeah. Dang. I, I've learned from the comments, Coach Prime does not tell lies. He doesn't, but he's going to have a lot of players on this roster, and he's only got so many numbers. And he said uh, no one is allowed to, on defense, is allowed to wear the, cor- the number of the quarterback. Yes, true. So now we're, we're, we're running out of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Might be uh, three 47s out there for dudes who <laughs> can't play. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun today at the presser talking about the whole zero moment, too. So uh, I could not believe that. Couldn't believe it. Um, At least he's honest. He is. We also talked to Jimmy Horn, as I said. Oh, real quick. I saw someone in the comments ask where you can see the Charles Kelly press conference. I'd imagine they're going to be uploaded. See you, Will, in some capacity. Um, But I did see that Adam Munster Tiger did upload the Jimmy Horn one. So I don't know if he's going to upload this one, too. But uh, keep an eye there. I'm sure it'll be up on YouTube eventually. On to Jimmy Horn, though. He only talked for about five minutes. Um, it was pretty quick, but he was great. He was funny. We got 350 um, likes in us today. I think we're on, on track for another banger, man. Let's do it. Uh, we're at 240. Hit that like button. Alyssa, whenever you're ready, let's pull up that Jimmy Horn video. 
Jimmy, what NFL players did you watch growing up, and who do you try to adapt to your game? Uh, I used to watch. When, tell you the truth, I used to watch Coach Prime when I was in part one. I used to wear number 21. And uh, I used to like watching Devin Hester. He, we we say almost just alike. Um, I used to watch a lot of running backs, like Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders. I really ain't watch too many receivers because I was more into running back when I was younger. But as I got older, I started looking at more receivers then. But I used to mainly watch running backs, like old school running backs. Memo Parks used to just sit down and watch like running backs and stuff like that. Jimmy, do you think you'll be returning kicks this year too, or are you going to be focusing more on wide receiver? No, I'm going to try to do everything I can do. I ain't turning down nothing. <laughs> He's awesome. Sounds like a Florida boy. He is a Florida boy. I love yeah. it. Um, interesting comps. I know. So we got Coach Prime. Yeah. Smart. Uh, Devin Hester. Yes. And then Bo Jackson and old school NFL running backs. No, no pure wide receivers there. No, no. I was expecting a Deshaun Jackson or someone yeah. like that. No, yeah. no one like that. Very interesting. I know. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird to be honest, but it's kind of cool. Like. If you can have some sort of mix, I'm not saying watching people makes you turn into them, but mm -hmm. like a wide receiver with Coach Prime and Devin Hester's elusiveness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson's power. <laughs> and speed. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, now you've got something. But we like we got to get him some, some wide receiver tape. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away my secrets, but I love asking that question to players. And I think he's the first player that I asked that question to that did not mention like a player from his position. It's very unique. It is very unique. Um, but all dope players. Yes, but he mentioned Devin Hester. He said he still wants to return kicks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, ah, I always go back and forth on this stuff. I, w I wanted to say I'm in. But I also, if he's going to be wide receiver one, which maybe he's not, maybe Travis is wide receiver one now. Mm -hmm. uh, but either way, like I'm, I have such an issue. Not an issue, but I have such a... I always go back and forth on do I want my essential offensive players sp playing special teams? Yeah. Um, Where do you stand? Well, I'm the same same type of thing, and I think Jimmy's going to prove that he's pretty important to this offense and probably is best utilized on that side of the ball and not returning kicks At the same much. time, like the other best kick returner on this team is Nico Reed. Exactly. You're pulling Travis to offense, which is still up in the air. Mm -hmm. Certainly feels that way. Um Shador mentioned him. Out of the yeah. only uh, the only corner he named by name yesterday uh, was Nico Reed. So can you afford to have him back there? Like a lot of good coaches, essentially say like you can't play scared. You cannot make decisions based on the, the opportunity of a guy getting hurt. Just put the best players out there and and let them play. I respect that. I also respect the coaches who say. No way, bro. No. I need you too much on offense to let you get hurt because right. you got you were running full speed at a dude who's running full speed at you. We got a, you got a lot of young players on this roster, though. I mean, Dylan Edwards, I think, could be in the conversation for kick returner. Um, really quick. Go ahead. The comments that said Travis will play both ways. I agree. I just think we're moving more towards. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like this, but, like, could Travis be a third down corner? Yeah, literally. Just yeah. come in, play third downs, lock up yeah. the number one, go back. <laughs> That's amazing to think about. Get ready about. for offense. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And I think we're going to see that for sure. Yeah. Um, but back to kick returner. I think that, I mean, there's a lot of, David said, let's put Wasim back there. You're going to have so many young wide receivers that I think one of those guys could definitely carve out a role as a kick returner as a freshman. So, yep. 
Um, recapping everything Jimmy Horn said, though, said it's been really tense uh, playing under Coach Prime these first two days. Um, he also said that uh, this team is very athletic, uh, very quick, he said, too, faster than his UCF team or USF team. Love that. Um, he also shouted out HBCU and just the caliber of players in that uh, league because he was asked about Shador, whether he is ready for the Power 5 level. Of course, he backed up his quarterback and mm -hmm. just said, you know, HBCU colleges have a lot of good players, too. Uh, he doubled down, said he thinks he's the fastest on the team. Faster than Travis. Uh, he was asked directly about Travis. Wasn't asked about Dylan Edwards. Interesting. Um, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but... Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got to tighten up. Um, and then he just talked about kind of building team chemistry... Uh, getting into, you know, just getting to know everyone and stuff like that. Said so it's just kind of what Coach said yesterday. It's still a process. Everyone's still trying to get acclimated and um, really come together. But he says he sees it's coming together. He was asked, because uh, yesterday Coach Prime said the players graded themselves. He was asked for a grade today. I don't know if he heard the question right. He didn't give out an actual grade, but he said it was better than yesterday. Okay. So there you go. <clears throat> We're moving up. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Great. I got to watch that one because the comments were said they loved it. Yeah. Uh, everyone really liked what they heard from Jimmy. Um, someone in the comments actually above said, uh, are the only numbers that are retired 0 and 19? 19. 19 actually isn't retired, or at least it wasn't very recently. Mm -hmm. um, 0 is obviously retired by Coach Prime. <laughs> right. Um, and then 24 was retired. 24 is Byron Wizard White. Um, probably the most accomplished CU football player ever was the running back, sometimes quarterback, kicker, and punter for the team. Wow. Um, went to the NFL, was leading the, uh, I believe, led the NFL in rushing two years in a row, mm -hmm. and then went to war, and then came back, <laughs> uh, went back to the NFL, and then eventually became a Supreme Court justice. Wow. So his number 24 is retired for a long time, but Mel Tucker... <laughs> Unretired it for, oh God, I'm trying to remember the kid's name, Ashad something. Um, but then it got re retired. I think it got re retired by Carl Durrell. So I think 24 is the only <coughs> retired number, is what I was getting. Ashad Clayton? Yes, Ashad Clayton. Thank you. Um, so yeah, there you go. Interesting. I've always um, thought eight should be retired. Uh, for Sal Anessi, mm -hmm. that's you guys have probably seen um, his lockers. Like, yeah, his honor. locker is still in there, and then uh, Rashawn Salam's locker right. also memorialized in there. Uh, both guys passed away. Sal sadly while he was playing at CU. Yep, gone too soon. Legends for sure. Um, we got a little bit of news before we hit questions, so make sure you guys get your questions in now. I see we already have quite a few, and hit that like button. We're at three twelve, four hundred, yeah. five hundred. We're having a great day. Let's just keep on seeing where it goes. Um, okay. So Aaron Butler did visit this weekend. He posted pictures in uniform. Uh, where's the hype level at, man? He coming. He's coming. Yep. I think so too. I'm just gonna say that about everyone. Uh, that's what I've been saying about everyone <laughs> since January. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, awesome. Awesome that he was here this weekend. Um, I assume he basically had the staff to himself or close to it. There were more people visiting, though. Right, but I just mean, I, I guess not to himself. Much more uh, intimately than 
the average visit. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to find this picture that CU Barstool posted. I don't know what building it was, but so I guess uh, Gage Ginther and Danny O'Neill were visiting too, and uh, someone posted like oh, put on yes, a sheet like one their of the names. Fraternities. Yeah, um, <laughs> just on top of the the frat house, and then Coach Pollock was driving by. Uh, and that's where the video came from of the guys outside the frat oh, house. Of the, so that's great. If you saw that, I'm retweeting it right now. Uh, if you guys want to take a look, two other guys that were visiting, two IMG kids, the IMG pipeline coming in now. We had the Duncanville pipeline, modern day pipeline, uh, the Miami pipeline. Give them <laughs> Let's all go to with me. the IMG pipeline now, too. Give them all to me. Um, so Zach Fort is was visiting uh zek isn't his full first name zechariah is his full first name class of 2026 ryan not even rated yet but has 22 offers already um and he's got them all man alabama florida state georgia nebraska cu oregon uh usc texas a&m tcu tennessee so wow. this guy is uh he's gonna be a ball player he plays safety 510 175 again class of 2026 so that makes him, last year he was a freshman. <laughs> Crazy, man. Yeah. Dig deep. Yep. Uh, another 2026 IMG kid that was visiting, Kinyi Pepe, I want to say. I, I've never seen a name like this. Okay. But uh, offensive tackle. <laughs> Again, class of 2026, Ryan. Wow. 66275. You've got a lot of time to learn his name. Yes, I do. 66275. Yes. Sheesh. Yes. Uh, again, no stars yet because he's class of 2026. He's actually from Bellflower, California, too. Okay. Which is, I believe, St. John Bosco yeah, area? Yeah, sounds right. Only a handful of offers. I think it's less than 15, but he's got Alabama. He's got CU. He's got FSU. He's got Miami, Oregon, Texas, USC, Utah. Um. <coughs> So. Good point from Sean Camp in the comments. Uh, Winnie Watkins mm -hmm. from IMG. Yep. Yep. Uh, he is, I mean, you got to go back and watch that video, the seven on seven one, if you haven't yet. Oh, yeah. He is a, a freak, man. I'm so excited for him. I, w I just, it's the hardest thing. It reminds me of like the MLB draft when the Rockies draft like number one overall. Right. It's like, oh, we'll see him in five years. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> like, damn, I want to see him now. Yeah. Uh, he's coming, though. Winnie Watkins could probably play for them this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, on a more negative note, a decommittal. Dejon Calamon, whoopty, has decommitted from CU. Yeah, tough. I uh, never want to see those guys go out. I, I don't want to be full spin machine, but if there's any position where I feel like you can replenish, it's that wide receiver. For sure. Um, so he only has five offers, Colorado, Arizona, ASU, Colorado State, and Nevada. What I saw on social media, uh, a popular theory and one that I, I'm getting behind, I think he's following Armand Hawkins, who, mm. of course, left CU, was working in the front office, I think player personnel or recruiting. Can't remember which exactly, but he is now at Arizona, and now Whoopty Calamon decommits, already has the offer from Arizona. Adds so up. we'll see. Yeah. Um, last piece of news. And you guys saw it in the press conference yesterday. The Coach Prime documentary people are back. Yes, we saw them. Yep. Coach Prime said, what did he say? If you say something nice, you might end up. Yep, he said, he said uh, he's all, <laughs> if you say something about me I don't like, we're going to blow it up and put it in the oh, documentary. Oh, that's what he said. I thought yeah. he said the opposite of that. Yeah. That's funny. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
It'd be fun to fun to follow that one for sure we might even make a couple appearances right we're lucky well now we know what they look like the people who are uh, filming the documentary <laughs> so now we know who to look out for what if uh when the documentary went live we were just in the background of every shot <laughs> be amazing in the, in the distance like, <laughs> maybe we'll get a spot in well, this for some reason darius didn't have the comments turned on yeah i saw on that his video but i figured people were going to comment on there being like oh i saw jake and rk at the yep. beginning because we made eye contact with <laughs> yeah. Darius and kind of gave the head nod yeah <laughs> that was cool <laughs> so there you go uh one last chance to get your guys questions in questions in before we get to it and hit that thumbs up button at 340 can we get to 460 more we're getting it shout out to breckenridge brewery you guys know we love our breck brews here at dmvr and we have teamed up with breckenridge brewery to give a couple lucky fans, the ultimate game day experience. This is happening next week, the 30th, which is a Thursday for the Nuggets game. They are taking on the Pelicans. We are giving away two tickets, courtside row two, Club Lexus access, parking pass, and DMVR gear. Make sure you head on over to thedmvr.com slash sweeps and complete the form to enter. You must be 21 years or older. The links are also in the description. The winner will be selected one week before the game, so that is... On Thursday, so you have about three days, including today, to get your entry in. And then shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. Uh, we actually have a meet and greet with the American Raptors going on on March 21st. That is tomorrow. Um, it is going to be here at the DMVR bar. We're going to have happy hour from 5 to 7 p.m. First 50 fans in the door get a free beanie. Uh, but shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, Check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. You can watch all their games for free there. You can also grab a ticket if you want to go in person to their games for free on their website. Shout out to those guys. All right, let's get these questions. Let's get them in. 375. Wow. Should we aim for 450? I mean, sky's the limit. Let's go. Let's go. Prove um, us, you know. Make us feel like we set our expectations too low, like we always do with Coach Prime. There you go. Um, all right. Who's first today? Our guy Charles. How do you like Prime with the cowboy hat and boots yesterday? Very Yellowstone. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Very Colorado. I don't want to give uh, Wyoming too much credit. There you go. <laughs> but he did point out Yellowstone. Yep. Uh, it was fantastic. You know, the, he's a Florida boy, but spent a lot of time in Texas. Yep, got his uh, his cowboy stripes there, uh, if you will. And what did uh, what did Shador call him? Country prime time or something? <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, that's um, great stuff. But yeah, it's amazing. I also love. I, I don't watch Yellowstone, but uh, when someone asked him like, yes. <laughs> "What character do you like?" and he's all, "Why are you even asking me that? Who's the man?" <laughs> yes, I'm a boss. Who do you think yes. I like? <laughs> don't ask me that uh, I feel like we're gonna get a lot of great moments like I'm sure you picked up on this immediately too we've never talked about this outwardly but like there is an art to talking to coach prime there is and yes not embarrassing yourself yes there is and I think you could tell the difference yes, yesterday yes. <laughs> and we are going to get a lot of great moments of people who don't understand the art yep yep <laughs> Uh, go watch yesterday's press conference. You'll know what we we're talking about. Next question from Jay's Mayhem. Jake and RK, who do you think will wear? All right. One, two, five. This is almost a full segment. It is. But I think it's also pretty easy. I mean, five is Jimmy Horn. Yes. 
Seven. Seven is Cormani. So Cam, Cam, Silman, Craig. Also Ooh. seven. Damn. Um, Seventeen maybe for Cam. I could see Cam earning it. Yeah. Like he's a dog. Yeah, he is. He might just go get it over the freshman. But if you were handicapping it, you would definitely make Cormani the favorite for sure. Uh, one. So I've been thinking about this. I don't know why like Jimmy Horn doesn't want to wear one. Right. Um, but like J five is a sick nickname. Could we get so Travis in the one? So I was thinking about that too. Like to me, and Coach Prime said it. Well, he said the opposite of it. But it was how can you wear one if you're not the one? Right. Just fantastic stuff. But I, I, I don't. I don't think there's a high demand for it right now, which I just don't get. Everyone should want one, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, that was Montana's number, right? Yes. So maybe Montana goes for it. But I'm just, I'm like yep. thinking of these, like Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards in one would be mm, sick. Hell yeah. For um, sure. What did he wear in high school? Did Dylan wear two in high school? I think so. He was a definitely a single digit guy. So he's not getting that. Damn. I'm, I'm fighting, uh, I'm, I'm making a campaign. Dylan Edwards for number one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, people are saying Carmani will get one. That Interesting. would be sick too. It would be Especially very sick. for like a long, like a tall, uh, like lanky guy oh one yeah. is sick on that mm-hmm. um who else oh guy thomas has won last year so defensive side one is definitely open i mean we've we've always felt like cormani was very married to seven because mm-hmm. he has the seven chain right but someone said I, I guess he's worn one uh in different situations in his career so maybe like before last season mm-hmm. he can just get a new chain there with you the go one on it. yeah true <laughs> You could easily do that. Uh, thanks for the love, Sean. Uh, appreciate you tuning in every day, man. Jay with the question. Jake, how does it feel to win the Stump the Coach Award? RK, you won the Colorado Tourism Award. Let's go. I like that. <laughs> I just um, need Coach Prime to know that I, uh, I appreciate Boulder as much as he does, <laughs> if not more. I don't know if it's the Stump the Coach Award. I it just, was just, I felt like Coach Prime wanted to take to give a thoughtful answer, there, right. which I always love. Like, I think. A lot of times people feel like they there's there can't be an awkward pause or anything. Like mm-hmm. especially with these young guys, I want to tell them like if you need a second to think for sure. about what you want to say, like go right ahead. Right. You know, it's, what feels like an hour in your brain is like three seconds. Exactly. When you're like, hmm. And then you speak. You know? Exactly. Next Not that question. Coach Prime needs media training, but I think that's what happened there. He's just like, I want to give a good answer here. Right. Uh Angela's back in the chat. Jake and Arcade see you have the best tight end in the pack twelve. Number two says he has never had a target like Zico. With J5 on the outside, are we looking at the next Kelsey? Ooh. Ooh. How tall is Zico? He's pretty big from what I remember. Like, this is not a... 6'5"? Six, six pulling it up right now. He is listed at 6'4", 210 on okay. the roster. So just for for comparison, pull up Kelsey. Travis is definitely thicker, huge. though. Yeah. He is listed at 6'5", 250. So there you go. Uh, an inch and 40 pounds. Yep. Now that's not to say Zico can't grow over his time here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kelsey is like a, an insane bar. But working with Tim Brewster, who has worked with the best in the country, I think uh, Zico could end up being the best pack, the best tight end in the Pac-12. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the returning players, if there's anyone that like scared me. So I think Brant Keithy is back at Utah, but he was hurt last year. That's but Kincaid was their main guy, right? So 
Keithy was the main guy, and then the last okay. two years he got hurt, so Kincaid came in and kind of became the guy over okay. Keithy. Keithy got hurt like very early again this year, so he was out really early. Freaking Utah always has great yeah. tight ends. Um, there's no Greg Dulcich that I can remember at UCLA right now. No. Uh, Oregon State just had Musgrave. He's in the draft. He was a dog. Yep. Oh, uh, the ASU kid that tore CU up, Jalen Conyers. He's oh, back. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So there's competition, but yep. no one that screams like this guy has it locked up. Right. Uh, next question from David. DMVR should try to set up a post game show with getting like five minutes from the media team and some players. Uh, stay tuned. Yes. There you go. Eric with the question. Jake and RK, with all the new success of this podcast, do you guys have big plans for DMVR buffs? Such big plans. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, I mean... With what you told me last week, there is some stuff coming down, man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we have huge plans, man. And uh, I can't wait to see what, what the future holds for us. Yep. But uh, like, like Neely said... Uh, there is a unicorn in the building. Yep. Act accordingly. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, David's in the chat. I might be late to this, but will DMVR be doing a tailgate for the spring game? Yes. Uh, are we going to figure this out on Wednesday? We, well, yeah. The thing is, new, I know I've already said this once before, but every time I say it, it's true again. Mm -hmm. New opportunities and things keep coming down right. the pike, and we're like, oh, how are we going to work this into what we're doing? Yeah. So. We will have, I promise you guys, we will announce something with plenty of time to build your plans around it. Um, it's, it's very high on the priority list for us. It's just all about figuring out exactly what the best situation is. And there's like a new thing that came into the fold last week that has my mind running with all new sorts of ideas that we might be able to work with. So, uh, there you go. Stay tuned. Alfredi's back in the chat. Question for Arcade. Do you get the feeling that Coach Prime and the players are excited about the offense from their comments? Uh, what offense players are coming this summer? We'll find out. I've got a list. Okay. That's probably a whole talking point for us. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like everyone is thrilled with the offense. Probably as thrilled as I was when I first watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a perfect college offense. Right. Um, I mean, just looking at the way the ball, like we saw what, five to seven throws from Shador in that well-off video. But those little quick ones, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, Sean's coaching it, like, get to the upfield shoulder, and boom. Yep. Shador puts it exactly on the upfield shoulder. It's just like the amount of yards that they are going to gain based off of Shador's ball placement at the line of scrimmage is going to blow your mind. Maybe not Jackson State fans who have come over. Right. They CU know. CU fans. Yeah. It's going to blow your mind how easy it is when the quarterback can put the bubble on the money. Mm -hmm. That like people uh, maybe I'm be, maybe I'm no, wrong this on this, is... but I don't know if people fully understand how that play is entirely reliant on the quarterback's ball placement. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you want the quarterback to lead you, but you don't want to be led enough because you want the ball to have enough momentum yeah, it, to where you don't break stride, but you're also able to continue like accelerating up the and field. And you can't like have to reach for it. Exactly. Because then it might get picked or you, you're going to get blown up or whatever. It right, may or be. stumble when you're actually trying to get the ball and go upfield, yeah. And it's not a difficult throw, mm -hmm. but if you're not an accurate quarterback, you put it... I mean, I'm talking... 
eight inches behind where it needs to be, that's enough to mess up the play. Right. Um, so guys coming in the summer, Cavassier Smoke, um, someone threw in Weaver. That's another guy, so Xavier Weaver. Landon Beebe. Um, and then these guys are just freshmen. So Isaiah Harge, Adam Hopkins, uh, or Marion Miller, Jordan Onavu, Jacob Page, and Kaysen Wiseman. Oh, you're talking about, okay, guys on the team who are coming in the summer. That's what I thought they meant. Okay, well, it could be. Okay, Hank Zelenskis too. Boom. So there you go. 417, flirting with 500. Let's go. Keep on smashing that like button. Uh, Vale's asking, how are you guys doing since you are working a lot more? Thank you for asking. <laughs> yes, thank you for asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I think I've said this before. You know, for those of you who don't know, covered the buffs for a long time, went to the Broncos when kind of DNVR was blowing up. I had been doing that for a long time and then kind of dabbling in buffs when I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this happened, I was like, all right, I, I'm not, I can't leave my guy Jake <laughs> on his own. Um, so, you know, let's tackle this together. So I kind of just took on a whole new beat, but I, I love it. Like if you gave me the option of what I want to do every single day, it's talk about the buffs and, you know, go up to Boulder and mm-hmm. all, all that comes along with it. So, uh, it's a lot, but I love it. Yeah, same. It's been amazing, man. Um, going from covering a, a team that wasn't very good, that wasn't really recruiting really well, to this team where these are going to be NFL players very soon. These are going to be – this is a coaching staff full of future head coaches. Um, it's been a lot of fun, but I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't tired. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm finally adjusted. This was a rough week for me. <laughs> okay. All right. Hang in there. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Uh, next question. Oh, also I saw Demoy Kennedy isn't on, on campus. I was just doing the offensive players. So there are more defensive players that aren't on campus either. By the way, I love uh, – where did it just go? Someone talking about – oh, yeah. Um, so uh, Neely asked Mata, like, how do you feel about the whole numbers thing? And he said, like, that sounds like 43 isn't going to happen for me again. I talked to whoever had 43 last year, and it means a lot to him. So I think I'm going to let him have it. I was just like, man, Mata seems like such a great dude. He's great. Um, he doesn't miss kicking the football, and he doesn't miss that pool either. Oh, he's a pool yeah. shark. Oh, 43 is Trevor Woods. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough pull. Yeah. That's a tough pull. Yeah. Uh, next question from David again with the Super Chat. Any tailgating plans for the spring game? Oh, we just answered that. We appreciate the super chat, though, David. Yes, big tailgating plans. We'll keep you updated. Yep. Uh, Tyler Brown with the question. Past two days, I've heard about guys needing to build chemistry. Do you feel there's a division between the returning CU guys and prime guys? I don't think a division. I think that's strong. I think it's just still trying to figure each other out, learn who each other is, and just gel, really. Yeah, and I think that the truth is that the JSU guys have a head start mm-hmm. um, on, you know, the Colorado guys or the previous Colorado guys, because we're all Colorado guys now. Um, but I think that they have a head start. It's like, you know, if you took a class already with a teacher and then that teacher was teaching the next level up that class, mm-hmm. well, you'd feel really comfortable entering that class because you're like, okay, I know their right. expectations. I know how they grade. Uh, I know what style they like their midterms to be. And so I think the JSU guys have a huge leg up of just like 
knowing how things go. Mm-hmm. You know, none of them were messing up the sock rule. Right. And I don't know if the word is like division, but I just think that creates a, a situation where that the other guys need to catch up to them mm-hmm. before, you know, everything is a yeah. symbiotic. Yep. Yeah, division's strong, but I do think there is that's why I asked Coach Prime. Like it, it feels like I mean, when we watch well off, when we talk to uh Darius and Neely, I mean, they know those guys. They don't really know a lot of the guys we were asking about from last year and stuff yet. And it's yep. it's just natural. They haven't been here too long yet. And I mean, if we're being completely honest here, I think there's still um some guys who need to go. True. So like True. I think that uh I think that the way that these guys are coached in spring might tell them that they're one of the yep. outsiders. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Uh Jay's asking, Jake and RK, when's the next interview? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, uh, this is a big one. So Adam already shared this on his message board. But we are having Adam Munstertiger uh, down here at the bar for a special event. Um, we are going to be broadcasting from inside the bar at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to open that up to anyone to come hang out. So you can come hang out at 4 o'clock. Uh, if you want to watch us do the show live, its I'll just be completely honest. It's going to be... I don't know, actually. Maybe we'll try and figure out a way to make it nice and easy to hear, but it's not always the easiest to hear. Yeah. Um, unless you get here early and you can be nice and close. But the idea is, hey, you can come by, see us taping a little bit. Uh, and then after that, at 5 o'clock, which is actually when the Nuggets are playing, uh, we'll have some drinks, hang out, watch the Nuggets, talk buffs, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, you answered what I was going to find out, and the Nuggets are playing right after us. Yep, so and then go. the Avs play that night, too, so yep. a great night to come to the DNVR bar. Uh, also, we're going to have to be uh, tight on our timing. We'll be on time. Yeah. We, we can do that, right? Yeah, we can. <laughs> we'll be working. <laughs> we are working. Uh, Sean with the Super Chat. What time does the bar open? I'm flying in on Thursday, 420. Coming to see you guys bearing gifts. Oh Sean, God, let's go. Bar uh, opens at 4. Yes, 4 o'clock. Uh, on normal weekdays. Um, I'm sure we'll have that's two days before the spring game. I'm sure there'll be a lot going on here then. Oh yeah, can't wait. Yeah, four twenty. <laughs> yes, an interesting yeah, day. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that it? Yeah. I think that is it. All right, there you go. Good show today. Um, I'm happy football's back. We're not completely back, but there's football being played. There's football to be talked about. It's really nice. Amen. And uh. How about this? Support the women tonight. 7 yes. o'clock. Taking on Duke. Unfortunately, in Durham, North mm-hmm. Carolina. Um, they are seven-point dogs. But, man, that team has some spirit in them. They can um, shoot, man. Yes. And I love seeing uh, Shilamai mm-hmm. on the sidelines, like, dancing she gets and stuff hyped. after yeah. getting threes. Like, she is a awesome hype woman on the sidelines who I assume will be an awesome player next season. But... Uh, they deserve our support as well, so uh, let's 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 support them up tonight and try and push the Buffs to a victory. For sure, uh, we'll be covering the game over at DMVR underscore Buffs on Twitter. Um, so if you guys want to hang out there, we'll be watching along. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned for the rest of this week. We'll have spring content, com- spring game content coming on Wednesday and Friday. Uh, maybe we'll have some news later in the week too. There we so, go. There you go. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 